Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Dan, welcome to the cave. Thank you very much. But, uh, what's what's new with you on this beautiful day? Yeah, well, currently I'm in London, so it's um, it's evening here around like 9 p.m. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty dark now, but the sun was out earlier. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, you've been busy. Uh, the listeners, uh, recently I see you as Roberto on uh, the last season of Van Helsing. And, uh, you know, I can't wait till we dive into that. But I was doing some research on you and... Uh, Martial arts training and acting at a young age. Tell us about that. Yeah, I um, started martial arts when I was around sort of six years old and uh, started getting fairly good at it. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get into movies, um, you know, from a young age as well, to be honest, because I was always into storytelling and watching the, all the action movies and all those those cool sort of Bruce Lee, Van Damme movies. And, um, and then I sort of started, you know, learning that, you know, you need to really be an actor. And then I started getting more into that and I was watching films and and going to plays and uh got into the dramatic side so yeah I just I just wanted to train as an actor as much as I did in martial arts to make oh. uh, make myself wow. a double-edged sword you see yeah uh what were like some of your favorite uh films at a young age because you said you mentioned action movies at martial arts yeah I um I was into this Van Damme movie Bloodsport um <laughs> yeah yeah but that got me that me that got me going from a young age as well you know started in uh karate and all that and then i started you know trying to mimic him and his moves and you know you imagine i was in the movies and stuff so yeah that was a big impact on me and then um yeah i went on to different all the other films like the sort of general commercial films you know like i remember like speed was a, i was like wow that's an awesome film at the time i saw it like three times in the cinema and and yeah, movies like that. So it just got me going. Well, did you, um, well, you mentioned uh, you started off with martial arts and then into the acting. Like, uh, mm. how old were you when the, the acting bug started to hit you? Where like, okay, this is what I want to go into. What was the next step? Yeah, I was about 14, actually. Wow. So I was watching that movie Speed and I was thinking, wow, that's such a cool job, you know, just to be like, be on the, be in the movies, doing it, doing the physicality and like acting. And I thought, Oh, you know, maybe I could do that. And um, and then I met I met someone who guided me to this uh, this stage school in near where I used to live. And um, there was a lot of actors there, you know, um, sort of around my age at the time, 16, 17. And we just looked like learning improv. And then that, that stage school was also an agency. So they sent us on auditions. And then because we used to meet up every sort of Mondays and Thursdays, you saw the progress of the other actors. And, uh, you know, one guy ended up being in the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like, well, okay, so this is actually, this could be a reality. So I started, I continued doing that and auditioning and yeah, I went from there really, um, started getting roles. So yeah, it was a natural progression. Wow. Was your goal first like action movies or were you willing to do pretty much anything? Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, uh, you know, I did want to do the action movies, but then like, yeah. as you sort of learn the business, you do realize, well, 
it's, it's better to be established as an actor first. And then once I started working on that, the dramatic side, I then actually wanted to do a lot more, like everything. And then I become actually just an actor, you know, rather than someone who gets into action films. So it, it kind of went started off in that because I thought the action movies could be into a route into being in these in these movies. And, yeah. uh, and I just thought, oh, you know, it's just better to be an actor and just get good at that and then the work will come. Uh, did you? Uh, you said you mentioned you're, you're in London now. Like, how often have you travelled to uh, to the US for auditions? Uh, well, well, apart from um, apart from the last year because of the, the COVID situation, I, I was in LA. Um, okay. You know, every every year really about three three to six months over the year. Uh-huh. Um, it's because um, it's better to be there. Um, it's better to be in the room, really. I mean, other you can do self tapes, but. I just think it's better to meet the casting directors. And then obviously, you know, I've had manager and ag- managers and agents and it's better to be, you know, they can see that you're serious and they can see you're there. Um, so I've just made sure I've been there every year. Yeah. Um, mm. you, you mentioned now uh, with the pandemic and everything, I assume that you've been doing a lot more like self-tape and Zoom and things like that. Yeah, I actually had a Zoom yesterday. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's all self-tapes and Zooms and then like... Um, you know, I've had to improve my self-taping skills and get a uh, one of those great backdrops. Yeah. Well, what, what do you prefer uh, better, uh, self-tape or live in front of people? Well, uh, with a self-tape, you can you can really work on it and do it multiple times and try and get it perfect and explore the character, uh, which is which is good. I mean, I've landed quite a lot of jobs off to a self-tape. When you're in the room, you get one or two takes really. Um, you've got to be really on point straight away. Um, sometimes it's, it's good to be in a room because the casting director will guide your performance on how the director might want it. So mm. it might, it's different. I, I, I prefer working on it, but I think, it's, uh, I think overall it might be better to be in the room. Um, but yeah, I prefer soft tapes, I think. But yeah. So, so, so far before Van Helsing, uh... What do you think has been the, one of your favorite projects that you worked on? Well, um, yeah, the most, I mean, the most project I was excited about, it wasn't the biggest role I had. Um, when I worked on The Family with uh, Robert De Niro at the time, and Michelle Pfeiffer, um, that was awesome. That was, that was, I was really excited to get that because, um, yeah, I get an email from the, from the casting director saying, uh, you're going to be having a barbecue at Bob's house. And I was <laughs> like, wow. That <laughs> means I'm going to go in the barbecue scene with De Niro. And then like a week later, I was on set with De Niro, um, improvising the barbecue scene with him and Michelle Pfeiffer. So that, that, was, that was pretty awesome because, you know, I've grown up watching those guys and especially De Niro, you know, he's, he's quite an idol, an acting, an acting idol of mine. So to be like literally right next to him and um, performing, you know, with him and then him saying to me, that was good, that was good. You know, it's like, it was, that, that was surreal. And that, that was the most exciting job I had. Uh, not the best role but yeah did he uh any um did he give you any pointers about uh your career and like what to do or no i i, I was um you know i was on the set with him it was, it, you know the, a, the ad was like yeah you need to you and bob do this and uh you know we both had hot dogs i, I didn't really i wanted to talk to him about all that but you know he, he's in the scene and then suddenly it's cut and then he's get he gets rushed off the set by the makeup people they're literally like 10 people straight away just crowding him you, you can't really i couldn't really get near him to talk um properly and luke besson was the director so 
you know, he's pretty hardcore. And I, I, at the time, I, just, I didn't want to sort of look like I was like a, a fan or whatever will mess up. So I, I just kept kept my cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's, uh, let's jump into uh, Ben Helsing. Uh, how uh, this was like a, a you know five seasons. It's ending this year. It had a great like cult following. How exciting was this to join up uh, the cast? Yeah, I was really excited. I mean, I had a friend who messaged me from Vancouver, and she goes, "Guess what's shooting in Europe?" And I was like, "What?" And she goes, "Van Helsing, get on it." And I was like, "Yeah, I want to get on it. How, how do I get on this show? I can't just get on it." And um, little did I know that she was working in the casting director's office in Vancouver. So she's like, "Send me your demo reel," and I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, geez, I need to get on this show. And then, um, yeah, they sent me a self-tape. I kept getting these emails from Europe and, uh, you know, I was talking to my friend in Canada. I was like, you know what, this is getting close. I'm, I think I could have a real shot of this show. And um, they sent me the audition for Roberto and uh, I really worked on it. I did like, must have done 30 or 40 takes. Oh, wow. I took like I took about three four hours doing that self tape because I really wanted it <clears throat> and um, yeah I made them I even changed the mood in the self tape room so I could make it sort of vampire esque and yeah it was um, I, I sent it to them and then you know I was like I really need it. I want this I want this job because this show is awesome I thought this is really right for me and then yeah they just said like they kept me sweating you know they were like. Uh, yeah, your first choice. And I was like, okay, okay. So when do I get a role? And I like, well, um, now now it's uh, now it's going for approval to the network. And then I thought, then okay, cool. Like they've all said yes. So yeah, I waited a day, and then they were like, yeah, you're confirmed. And I was like, awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm actually in Van Helsing. <laughs> um, where uh, where is this filmed? <clears throat> my episodes were filmed in Slovakia. Okay. Yeah, the rest of them were filmed in Vancouver, but my the first three were filmed. In Slovakia, which was which was pretty perfect for me because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm based. I was based in Europe, and and they, they couldn't really get me in Canada. I, you need a you need a visa really to work there. So, you know, I was lucky to get Van Helsing. I'm lucky that they're shooting there. Yeah. Well, um, was this before the pandemic or during the pandemic? Well, it was just before the pandemic. Oh, I got wow. the uh, yeah, got a role in January. Wow. So you so you filmed this during the pandemic too. No, I filmed it <clears throat> January, February, March. And oh, okay, wow. Yeah, the pandemic started March 2020, like, I think it was the 18th or something. So I, I wrapped my scenes on the 6th of March and then came back to to London. Then it, it started. So I was lucky to get mine in just before. Mm. Uh, so you play Roberto. How do you, so like, how do you describe this character and like, uh, how do you prepare for this role? And like, does it like your martial arts background helped you a lot with this role also? Um, well, the martial arts didn't really didn't really come into the character, but it, it, the martial arts does have focus in it and um, you know intensity, which I did bring into the character. So that kind of philosophy behind the martial arts, I brought into the character of Roberto because you know he's like an intense. Well, the first description of him is like he's an intense, strange character appears out of the darkness. So I, I used that and I, um, I I played with it and. Uh, yeah, I just prepared with the intensity and the, and the mood and the uh, the speech and like the way he talks, and yeah, the physicality does help. I mean, I, I use my physical uh, physical sort of expertise in, in the way that he moves and and carries himself. So yeah, that's how I prepared really. Um, I initially thought he was a vampire from the audition, but then obviously 
when I got the role, I learned, got scripts and learned Ace of Vampire Hunter. Which, uh, made made it, did, that, did that make him did that make him more exciting that he was a vampire hunter? Yeah, it was more fitting for me, really, because, uh, you know, I could play him a bit more human-like, you see, because even when I did the audition, I was sort of, I, I thought he was a vampire, so I was sort of trying to make him human, but still have that vampire kind of-esque um, characteris- characterisms. But, um, yeah, the fact that he was a vampire hunter, you know, like using my skills and, like, intensity and physical prowess and, and like, make him into a human character. So, yeah, it was exciting. But when you booked the role, did you go back to watch episodes of the show? I did, yeah. I started watching the show. I was watching the characters just to get in the mood of the show and the, and the pacing and, like, the atmosphere of the show just to make sure that I could match that sort of uh, mood and pacing because it's um, every show's different. You know, they've got a different kind of yeah. tone to it. So, yeah, I started watching a few episodes of it and just, just to get just get into it. What do you what do, what do you love about this character? And is there anything you, you could have changed about him if you had the choice? Um, yeah, I mean, what I loved about it was that he he is intense, and uh, I, lo- I like I like I like I like playing intense characters. To be fair, um, I find them really interesting. Um, if there's anything I could change about it, I was put him in more scenes and more episodes. <laughs> so, that's how many ep- how many episodes total? Three. Yeah, three. If, if I had my way, I, you know, I could do the whole season and have a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you never know, maybe. Yeah. Or, or, or a prequel. Yeah, prequel, yeah. Roberto <laughs> Hunters. <laughs> uh, how, do you, how would you describe the vibe on set? Yeah, I mean, obviously, they, they, they're a big, t- you know, they're, they're a Canadian team. They've all worked together for, like, obviously, a number of years. So, um, you know, obviously, I'm coming straight in. So it's, it's, always, diff- it's always a little bit difficult to fit in straight away you know because uh they're used to each other you know it started working um but they're, they're very welcoming very friendly um yeah it was pretty cool and, and then it helped that um the other nicole and jesse who i work with closely played bathory and jack you know we had a good uh we had a good like closeness on set um i mean jesse she got in touch with me before we even started filming just to chat about the characters so that was really good and um you know they're very nice actors really um and it was very comfortable on set and it was yeah it was a good set because it gives you the freedom to to like you know explore and you know you, you're comfortable you know when doing the takes and the scenes it's the best way to be really because i've been on other sets that they're not that comfortable and and, and the crew are very sort of machine-like and there's no you know it's just sort of they're not there's no attention to you and it's, it's mm. quite, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit difficult to act in those situations, but Van Helsing was great. You mentioned that you filmed for about three months. Um, how long, like what's, what was the average day on set for you? Yeah. I mean, I didn't film for straight, uh, three months straight. It was, uh, cause my schedule was like, kind of like, you know, a few days here, then a few days there. Yeah. Then, but, um, for a day on set is like, yeah, you just get, get picked up. Um, uh, go straight to the makeup and the hair. Uh, like, and it's basically like most sets, you go straight to makeup and hair and you have, you have your trailer and um, go into the set. And then the director, Jonathan Scarf, he, he, he likes to rehearse the lines and rehearse the scene first, which was good. He gets all closely together and talk about the scene and rehearse it. And then um, they set it up and 
yeah, they start filming it and then they block, they block it and then they film it. And yeah, we do a few takes and then it was pretty chilled actually. And uh, as we got closer to the end, it was a little bit more hectic because we knew we had to finish. Mm. And, um, you know, there was a lot of people on set, it's like costume changes and like, you know, people forget their swords and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, so it was a little bit hectic towards the end, but um, no, it was really good. Yeah. What was your favorite moment from uh, this experience? That actually, actually doing the dramatic scenes. Um, there, there's a few scenes in there which I really like. Uh, you know, it felt really satisfying doing these scenes because I felt there was a lot in them, and, and, and it, it was, yeah, it was satisfying doing the when a director really Jonathan liked them, and he, you know, he, he'd go crazy after, like, yeah, that's awesome, you know. And yeah, doing doing these intense dramatic scenes, I, I, I probably can't say specifically the, the scene that I, I really like, but there's a few scenes in there. I was like, yeah, that was that was awesome. Great. Uh, so uh, now that this is over and the season's ending, what's next for you? Any other projects that you could tell the listeners about? Um, yeah, I mean, I shot a I shot a sort of Netflix series in um, in Budapest uh, during the pandemic, actually. It's called Terrorvision. So that's coming out on Netflix, I think, I think later this year. Um, that's about Google Earth. The, the, it's like a, a court case. I play a mm. uh, character called Matt Boyd, who's uh, Google's financier. So I'm testifying on the stand. <laughs> it's a completely different character. It's Van Helsing. Um, it's, quite, it's like a serious drama. And then, um, yeah, I, I, I did film something for Amazon uh, recently. So I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. It was a bit difficult to film that during the pandemic. Um, so that, that should be out soon. Uh, I'm not sure I can talk about that. It's pretty strict. Um, yeah, and I'm going through a couple of things at the moment where I'm waiting for schedules or contracts or things to go through and how I can travel. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of things bubbling at the moment. Yeah, at least things are picking up for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's still a bit tricky to do this while there's travel bans everywhere. Yeah, it's really tricky. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the, these bans will be lifted soon, so it'll be a lot easier. Mm. Uh, lastly, Dan, how can the listeners uh, find you on uh, social media? Yeah, you can check out. I'm on Instagram as uh, dankade.official. Um, yeah, you can also find me on Twitter, dankadereal. So that, yeah, that's how you can find me. Dan, this was uh, great. Thank you uh, for coming on the show. Thank you very much. It was awesome. Thanks for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.